A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everybody and welcome to Ramble Reacts. Newcastle United march into the quarterfinals of the League Cup after gubbing Manchester United. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm a jubilant Pete Donaldson. Welcome one and all to Ramble React and a very warm welcome to Newcastle United fan Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Thank you for the warm welcome. It's like mm. uh, watching the um, championship squad uh, of a couple of years ago uh, taking on a really poor Manchester United side. What a what a great night of football. Really yeah. enjoyable. Paul Dummett and Matt Ritchie. <laughs> Paul Dummett, Matt Ritchie. I don't know. Emil Kraft. Uh, Emil Kraft well. got it. Get Still Emil find Kraft's him. First match in about 50 odd years. I love it. I think it's about a year and a half since he last played. It's amazing. James Perch he's back in the there field. somewhere, presumably. <laughs> Perchino, very possibly. Yeah, definitely. Yes, Newcastle United, you have to say, humiliated Manchester United. And they got their revenge, Peter, for that final <laughs> defeat in this competition last season. Yeah. Do you feel that, that. Do you feel. Avenged is that the right? Uh... I'd, I'd feel a lot more avenged if Manchester United personally um, delivered two thousand pounds into my bank account, but um, this is what I spent on the flipping ticket uh, for, the, for the cup final. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a really professional performance from uh, a really patched up uh, Newcastle United uh, a team. Um, 
gutted for uh, Matty Target um, going off really early in, in the match, but it did mean that uh, Miggy Almiron could come on and, well. and, and really make uh, turn Newcastle United into more of an attacking force, and, and it, it really paid dividends in, in, in the first half with uh, two lovely goals. Would you say um, that he was doing some nice driving runs, Jim? I would say that he was doing some nice driving runs and some nice driving celebrations and by mm. all accounts, some bad driving uh, bad because judgment. he has been banned, isn't he? And that was what mm. his, his celebration um, referenced, which is well, weird. Well, I didn't know this because mm. immediately he did that celebration. He, he scored lovely goal. Mm. We'll get to Tino uh, Liveramento in a minute. He can't be forgotten. But he scored and, of course, you would have seen it. He sits down and then does a little steering wheel kind of thing with his hands. And I thought... Yeah. Okay, that means something. What yeah. was that about? And you immediately went, We're oh, in the driving banned. seat. We're in the driving seat, Newcastle United, <laughs> I thought. But no, uh, it was because Miguel Almond repeatedly wouldn't no. tell the police who was driving his car and who was using a mobile phone in his car. So uh, they, uh, they they said, well, you're not allowed to be driving anymore for six months. Yeah. Does he know that's a bad thing? Up yours to them then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But he's, he's the least up yours kind of bloke, isn't he? His yeah. little face is he's going, <laughs> you can't stop me driving now. But he's a very innocent chap, which is why yeah. when Jack Grealish said that thing, I thought maybe Jack Grealish had said, oh, I was, I was driving like Almiron or something, you know, on a bad thing. But when Jack Grealish had that dig at him, which, mm. of course, Grealish would subsequently apologise for, it was like, why are you having a go at Miggy? Yeah. He's such it's, a harmless it's... bloke. Yeah, why is the why are the police having a go at Miggy? He's, he's, well, he's, that's he's, not quite he's what just having a little drive around. He's got calls to make. Hang on, you've taken this in a totally we different direction. We don't know who he's been phoning. Maybe he's phoning a charitable cause that he's supporting. Maybe That's he's true. saying, I've deposited £1,000 into your bank account, cancer research. We don't know that. So, so Jim, maybe uh, the police uh, should leave off and, and Almiron should be able to drive monster trucks through Newcastle <laughs> City Centre if he wants, all the while mm. talking on three different mobile phones. Well, as we know, Newcastle fans are not snitches, so he could get away with that. <laughs> good point, but Jim, actually. after that goal and that celebration in particular, do you think that police, the police will apologise to Mickey Almirall? <laughs> I, I think so. I hadn't thought of it like that. I thought maybe he'd been sent on a sort of speed awareness course and they'd all bonded mm. so well. That yeah. was a little nod to them. They all had a sort of like a little heartwarming moment where they all learned a lot about themselves and each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe the police will apologise. Um, I think we should apologise to Lewis Hall as well because I think that was the goal of the evening. Everyone seems to be talking about Almirons. That Lewis Hall finish was brilliant. Well, hang on, Jim. We haven't, we haven't got to that yet. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just talking about this. I'm bringing it in. He's bringing it apolo- in. Stop it. To quote the jam, stop apologising for the things you haven't done. Okay. <laughs> Um, there'll be plenty of time to apologise at the end of this show, but uh, but it is interesting that um, uh, Liveramento made that great run for the first goal. He was in the side mm. uh, right back because Kieran Trippi was on the bench, and it's understandable that old Trips has got that position nailed down. But Peter, we mentioned um, in, um, in yesterday's pod on the ramble that Newcastle United squad is is a little bit thin, but as is the way with English players and England hopefuls at the moment. Uh, right back, it's all the rosy. It's, <laughs> it's all, all absolutely fine. We've got loads of them, yeah. It's, uh, it, he's uh, he, he started his Newcastle United career when uh, on the on the scant um, times he's been found on, on the pitch. He's looked like a class apart, even defensively, to be honest. He's looked strong and, 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 and he, d- he looks so assured uh, in, in that berth. He j- never looks hurried. He never looks like he, he's going to like lamp and ball up the field. He just, he's always got like a little layoff in him. I, I love watching him play. Yeah, I just don't get to do it very often because yeah, obviously right, Kieran yeah. Trips is uh, is so very good. But I mean, 
It was just it's trippy to say that to me. He said, look, I know how it feels, son. All right. Carl Walker's ahead of me in England. Yeah, you know? exactly. You've yeah. done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. It's just really unfortunate. <laughs> You'll get your chance, though. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's only 20 years old, Livermento, and obviously Kieran Trippier probably doesn't have that many seasons left in him. So the, the succession plan is is there, isn't it? And that's very exciting yeah. for, for Newcastle and for, well, for England as well, really. Um, am I right in thinking, Pete, that um, Eddie Howe started with four fullbacks and obviously brought on a fifth in Trippier? Yeah, just for a laugh, Ooh. yeah, pretty much. Very Gareth but Southgate. It- but at that point, I think um, they just like, right, let's bring Wilson on. Let's bring um, Trips on. And just, I, I did think they were going for a bit of a route at that point because they did yeah. look pretty classy. They didn't get their route, um, though um, 3-0. Um, I probably flattered Manchester United in the end because they just showed very, very little. And uh, I think the first sort of 10 minutes, Hannibal should have had a, second yellow card mm, very very easily um, and he, I don't think he didn't even get brought off at half time did he he was nailed on to be either sent off or brought off before 45 but uh, well, Ten I mean, Hag well, sort of kept, kept kept him going well there was no VAR was there across these um, mm. uh, 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 matches so but you can't mm. VAR yellow anyway can you or, yeah exactly or I think he probably thought yeah. that'd be alright he seems to be getting away with everything well, well Joe Linton spent most of the time trying to lure him in to, to make it <laughs> yeah. it's just super deliciously yeah 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 well, <laughs> so, so let's mention that second goal then a little bit more um, mm. because Lewis Hall got it lovely finish uh, Jim Campbell and it, you know, when that goal goes in the confidence if there was any left in that Manchester United yeah. side is mm. really sapped out oh absolutely I mean I'm, it's quite instructive as to to how and why Man United lost that game as well. The finish is really good, obviously, mm. not taking anything away from that, but how the ball gets to, to Hall in the first place. There's some kind of really shambolic play from Man United where they just look so easy to play against. And yeah. as good as Newcastle were, you know, Joe Willock's goal was similar as well. They just sort of kind of sauntered up the pitch and just thought, ah, let's have another one. Go on, I'll mm. go on then. You know, I'll have another <laughs> but, goal. But as the confidence went from Manchester United it seemed to sort of ramp up from to Newcastle United. Now, we know that Newcastle have been um, a, such an improved side, of course, painfully obvious. And you saw the confidence in bucket loads against PSG. Yeah. Um, you know, in, against Dortmund, another day they might have got a point. But it's there. We know it's there. They're a team that are, 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 are enjoying themselves very much mm. so. But, you know, when Joe Willett gallop, gallops forward and smashes that one in, it's just it, it's there. You can see it every single player. But for me, the incredible thing was is just before half time, the Newcastle United fans are shouting "Ole" with every part. They're cheering yeah. every part. It's not <laughs> even half time at Old yeah. Trafford. This is it, it's an utter piss take. You know, they were they were singing not long after that. Geordie boys taking the piss. You know that is damning for Manchester United and. The complete opposite for Newcastle United. They, they they played their part. I think the Newcastle United supporters. I think that's fair to say, Jim um, and Marcus. I think, um, but but truly, like Manchester United were just beating themselves most yeah. of the time. Yeah, and when the subs came on, it didn't really change anything, did it? No, no. Well, I mean, Saka looked all right when he when the first five minutes, but then uh, well, there's a straw to clutch. I mean, like, <laughs> I, it certainly is. Nothing against Wan Bissaka. I'm just saying mm. that that is you know if, if that's all it is, but. Um, yeah, Ten Hag looks like a beaten man. Um, it's it, it's quite damning for him. But just before we we move away from Newcastle United and maybe stick the boot into Manchester United a little bit more, it bodes very well for Newcastle that 
their second choice right back comes in and mm. shines. Yeah. He's really, really good. I mean, look at Paul Dummett. You know, Nick on Twitter, or X, should I say, says Paul Dummett's played 180 minutes over the last two games and ain't conceded a goal. One of those teams being Man City. He is the Geordie Maldini. Um, <laughs> fine. Let him dream. Fine. Let, let, let Nick dream. Let I don't know that. if that's Nick Pope himself, but perhaps. Um, but again, you know, Dummett has come in there. You know, Sven Botman's injured. I know Manchester United didn't have a full strength side out, you would say. They still have a strong side. And but Newcastle would have been the same. But again, those those squad players come in and they're all like, "We want a piece of this." Mm. It's buzzing. It, it, it's happening for them. Whereas you look at Manchester United, they've now lost five of their of their first ten matches at home this season. That's the first time that's happened since 1930. They've lost eight in their in their first 15, uh, which is their worst start since 1963. I mean, all these records and and all these. Historical facts are just are just rolling off the tongue now with regards mm. to Manchester United. It feels like it hasn't been this bad since Ten Hag's first few games, where they were shipping yeah. goals, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, is this is this is going to be an absolute clown show for the whole time?" And obviously, he steadied the ship a bit after that, but it, mm. it does feel like it's at that sort of crisis point, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And and Jim, well, then you think about that though, that the start they made under Ten Hag, it was piss poor. But we knew it was bad. That's mm. why Ten Hag came in, right? He was the the hope that, you know, that they thought he was going to sort it out. So in a sense, he hadn't really got going. So he had room, he had time to go, right, let's fix this. And he did last season, really, by and large, you know, a Champions League spot, a trophy, good season, okay? Now it's reset and it feels almost, in some regards, worse and therefore, it's tougher to fix. Do you not think? Absolutely, yeah. Um, because the structure is of his own making now, isn't it? Whereas, yeah. you know, in those those first you know, months in in charge, he's kind of figuring out the lay of the land, changing things, you know, doing a bit of maintenance, a bit of weeding here and there. But essentially, his own ideas haven't worked for whatever reason. The players he's brought in are the players he's identified and that he's wanted. That also hasn't worked. The 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 job is. Is so monumental. I think it's just chewing managers mm. up and spitting them out. And I think he's um, he's being gnashed as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, Manchester United fan Sam on Twitter said, "Get the bailiffs in. Get rid of the lot." <laughs> well, that's how it feels, isn't it? But we we go yeah. through this cycle of it kind of feeling like that whenever we get to this crisis point. Was there ever this listless thought under the little? The little Scandinavian man. <laughs> like, was it? Was well, it ever like? Was it ever this listless? I mean, there was, there was always something to kind of cling on to. But I don't remember it being quite so dark yeah. and 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 dingy yeah. and just that it doesn't. It doesn't look like even the one, even the matches that they're winning, they just don't look very convincing. And like Ten Hag, like he's he's da- he's down as this big disciplinarian, but like he he. Could, I think sometimes when you see managers on the touchline, be completely. Not emotionless, but like have like a completely sort of blank expression about them, yeah. Because he doesn't want it to show too much. Mm. It puts me. It was a news story uh, today on uh, my favorite website, um, Newsround, uh, on the BBC microsite <laughs> uh, for uh, basically news for children. Uh, if you're in the in, in the US, and it said um, 
that cats have nearly 300 different expressions. Oh. And I think I've seen one expression from Ten Hag in the dugout yeah. this season. Mm. And not it's a just huge been range. Just not a huge range, which, you know, that's behind the chimpanzee, that's behind the cat, that's behind yeah. all of the most... I, th- I imagine a, a simple capybara would have more expressions. Well, yeah. it, it reminds me of when Krusty the Clown walks into the agency in The Simpsons and he goes, but look at my range, shows them four photographs, <laughs> two of which are exactly the same. You know, like it's... <laughs> Ten Hag is not having a good time. He looks lost mm. and it reminds me of exactly what you said Jim a few minutes ago of when he first took over the club he's looking around going bleeding Nora what okay what am I to do here but like I said that's at the start when you're right okay let me get my head around this now it's like flipping Nora and and the Newcastle United fans are singing you know sacked in the morning Mm. The, the, the pressure is piling on now I don't think he will be sacked certainly not in the morning if he is then the ramble curse continues, but uh, of, of managers being sacked just after we've released podcasts. But you know, if this continues, then I just where do you what do you do? I mean, again, the 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 the, the takeover talk um, to Jim Ratcliffe, you know, that again, there's a lot of hope in that. But this, I, 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 I just don't know. I mm. just do not know. The, the Manchester United's win rate has dropped from seventy three percent to fifty six percent since they won the Carabao Cup last February, mm. you know? And, 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 and again, that last season, nobody was... I don't think anybody was going over the top about it. People were saying, that's a good, solid start. That's mm. much. That's yeah. more like it. Now let's build. But to, to I've, I've compared Manchester United and, and Arsenal a little bit. This feels... You know, imagine if Arteta, you know, after last season, of course, in the league, it was more impressive than what Manchester United did. Um... But it feels like if, Ar- if if Arteta after that season, this season, it went back to that just where no idea what we're up to yeah. since, you know, post Wenger. Now, obviously under Wenger, there was a little bit of that different from, from Manchester United, but the identity is is not there. You're looking at the shirts rather than the, the, the players' performances. And this is Manchester United. It's just, it's just not happening. Um, but it is happening for Newcastle United. And I'll tell you what, Peter, finalists last season, they'll be looking around at the teams in, in, in the hat for, for, for the Carabao Cup quarterfinals, they will fancy it. Yeah, Honestly, at the start of the match when I saw the team come out and obviously the, the, they played similarly kind of like understrength teams, uh, a team against uh, Man City reserves who were obviously very good. Um, and I, I just thought, you know what, maybe how is shuffling the pack and maybe how possibly doesn't want quite so deep a cup run. I think he wants to sort of obviously go all in on the Champions League and then maybe see where they're at in, 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 the, in the new year for, for maybe an FA Cup tilt. But um, they've, you know, I don't think they've faced quite such listless uh, opposition as Manchester United so they've they've almost kind of fallen into the next round by default a little bit uh, with, with three the quadruple absolutely is on. the quadruple it is, is totally on. on it is totally Pete on Donaldson Correct. is there another Completely side agreed. that can that can do the quadruple I don't think there is uh, I think yeah you're probably right there yeah yeah, yeah. Apart from unless, Liverpool, unless, yeah, 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 oh yeah. Liverpool are still there. <laughs> no, because Liverpool aren't in the Champions League, are they? Oh, that's right. They can yes. do a quadruple. Quite right. Sorry, they can do yeah. a quadruple. They can do the Danny Murphy quadruple, um, <laughs> but they can't do the Jose Mourinho quadruple. Um, well, actually, no, because the Community Shield's already done and dusted with. Um, I feel I'm sure, we're I'm sure Newcastle will be on some warm weather <laughs> training where they win a Saudi <laughs> Cup or some nonsense. Oh, like that, that. they 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 get a bye to the Kings Cup final, which yes, piss Cristiano yeah, Ronaldo yeah. off something <laughs> massive. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. I'm bored watching Newcastle. The aforementioned Arsenal, Jim Campbell, are out of the Carabao Cup, beaten mm. 3-1 by mm. West Ham United. Uh, I, did you see this coming? I, I didn't. I was a little concerned it was a possibility. Uh, now, I had um, I w- was offered a ticket to this game with, mm. uh, with my uncle Dave. For £2,000? Uh, not for two thousand pounds, no, for no pounds with my uncle Dave, who is a West Ham fan, and mm. I was like, "That's a real shame." It would have been great to hang out with him, and I've I've never been to the London Stadium, but obviously mm. I'm I'm here doing react, so I couldn't do it. I am glad I did give that one a swerve because I would have been in the West Ham <laughs> end. Um, is your uncle David Moyes? No, no, he's not. Okay. I, that would have come up before. Um, yeah. <laughs> if my uncle was David Moyes. Um, mm. But yeah, it was a, it was a pretty listless performance from Arsenal. I think they were very lackluster. And actually, to you know, give West Ham credit, they they played played their game really well. You know, they mm. they knew they weren't going to have um, the majority of the possession, so they were happy to let Arsenal have it, pass it around, not do too much with it, squeeze the midfield, um, just fought a bit harder, and they they took their chances really well. Kudus's goal was brilliant. Um, ben White's own goal was strange, and I've seen a lot of people say it's foul on the goalkeeper, and obviously Suchek is holding his shirt, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't do that. Is a foul on the goalkeeper. But at the same time, Ben White sort of does just really weirdly head it into his own net. So the, those two incidents are separate mm. and, and equally baffling, really. But I think, you know, 
when the dust settles, I'm not going to be that fussed about going out of the Carabao Cup, and I think Man United oh, will feel the same. Yeah, but that is a shame. The thing Don't is, goal, yeah. but we, the we thing were is, finalist last year. Uh-huh. It's rude. Is um, <laughs> that I am starting to get a little bit concerned about Arteta's mm. record in knockout competitions because it is something that mm. we've not been particularly great at. Um, in the past few seasons. Now, obviously, FA Cup finalist, was he not? Uh, he won the FA Cup in his first season. And won the FA Cup, yeah. yeah. Well, but that yeah. was a while I mean, I'm ago I'm right now. saying they were a finalist because they were there. Well, you were technically right, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I, it is a growing concern about how kind of um, poor we are sometimes when, when the stakes are uh, uh, as high as they are in knockout football. And we've, we've seen it a few times. Last season in the Carabao Cup, lost at home to Brighton. Obviously, Brighton are a good team, but the performance wasn't there. And it's often the case the performances aren't there in knockout competition. And it is something that he's going to have to address sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought West Ham, you know, you said obviously that Arsenal had the, the majority of the possession, obviously West Ham had the majority of the goals. They were so good in that first half, Jim, that they went in 1-0, um, a, a goal to the good at the break without having a shot on target. Mm. That's what they can do for you. <laughs> they make you put the ball in your own net. I mean, it was a, it was an odd own goal from, from Ben White, um, but it was a goal nonetheless. And then Kudos, as you say, scored a, a lovely one. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, we know he's got talent. I mean, for crying out loud, we love to mention that West Ham fan who who went all the way to Ghana to see him play. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that's that's why he did that. Yeah. Um, we've just, no one's been in touch with that. And I haven't heard any more about that guy. We, we Maybe we're best not to know, actually. Maybe he's friends with my Uncle Dave. Maybe he took the yeah. other ticket. Um, it was nice to see Declan Rice get a standing ovation from <clears throat> the West Ham fans. <laughs> yeah. I think it helped that they were, what, 2-0 up, was it, at the time? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can do that and when you're 2-0 up, I think. A lot yeah. of them Arsenal were standing been... and booing, yeah. which might have been confusing, I think. Was there a bit of booing for Rice? Because it was reported. Oh, no, there was, there, was a, there was a lot of booing every time he touched mm. the ball. It wasn't from everybody, and obviously, you know, standing mm. ovation and booing at the same time t- tells you exactly the scale of the mixed reaction, but there was booing. Was it the Jordan Henderson boo boys, Jim? And they, do they go around there? Um, yeah. I imagine there was some crossover actually with the Jordan <laughs> okay. Henderson boo boys and the Declan Rice boo boys. You just don't yeah. know the boo boys. They're not a loyal the bunch, band. are they? By the nature of the it. England boo band. <laughs> um, I tell you what, um, David Ray enjoyed his enjoyed his tea. I bet. <laughs> Watching that. <laughs> Lord alive! I mean, I know he's. I know do, he's do you been, mean the third goal? Um, third goal, bit of the second, and he, to be honest, doing like a weird kind of crowd surf for the first was was a lot of fun as well. I just, I just think he he had a, hmm, he had a mixed evening. Would that be fair, Jim? Yeah, I think that. I mean, the third goal had a kind of big deflection on it, and I think it'd be mm. a little bit harsh to blame him too much for that. But I can't, as I said say that he stood out as someone who had a particularly poor game but I think Mm. the level of all of them just wasn't there and it felt like they just weren't bothered about it and you know after such a good win at the weekend um, the nature of a performance like that just is a little bit worrying you don't want to see them switch off and you know as I've said the Carabao Cup isn't going to be a priority but I do think um, when you're trying to build um, an, an era really where you expect to compete and you expect to try and win things you need to get into the habit of winning knockout games as, as I kind of touched on earlier and I, it's it's a frustrating evening I don't think we've won it since 1992 I'd like to see us win it <laughs> really that's an extraordinary stat um, if it's correct Jim um, I but the, but the funny thing is when you say well we need to get you know Arsenal need to get into the habit of winning knockout games blah blah blah, blah but you also said moments before that where it's not a priority mm. and I understand that those players who are coming in like Ramsdale they do want to impress but there is that I just you know on a night where 
you, know, you go in at half time, one nil down. It was a bit of a, a, a strange own goal. You know, their 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 tails are up. Da da da. I, you know, I. I it didn't surprise me if they're thinking, well, you know what, we're in the Champions League with this, that, and the other. Yeah. Subconsciously, I think I think um, teams switch off. I mean, you know, West Ham were were you know three defeats on the spin before this one, but you wouldn't have known that they looked like the side who Absolutely. were in form, and 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 the crowd were up and so on. And and I'll tell you something, you know, they're a side who now know how to win knockout games. We saw that last season, and and again, you look at the the sides that are in the draw. West Ham will fancy this. Mm. Manchester City, who have dominated this competition, are not there. They've just knocked out Arsenal. And they haven't won a domestic, <laughs> domestic trophy since, I think, 1981, if my memory serves. It's certainly in the early 80s when they won um, the League Cup. So, you the know, FA it, Cup, was it, it not? Uh, the FA Cup might have been the year before. Right. They won, I think, in 1980. They, mm. they, they, they won, but certainly in the early 80s. Was was when they won last won a domestic trophy and a major domestic trophy, uh, of course. So it, it, it's there. I mean, Liverpool are still there. You know, they 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 got a good win, um, of course. In fact, we've got to mention Darwin Nunes as winner in oh. that. It was it was like classic Darwin Nunes. The ball is swept over to him. The first touch is absolutely abysmal. It's it's laughable. <laughs> the first touch. It's like the ball yeah. made of butter. The way it's gone <laughs> off his foot. <laughs> exactly it was him in a nutshell like well you just think what what is this guy doing he then runs to collect the ball then <laughs> drags it back in and just hits this stunner over the keeper it's like i'm team man i'm team andy on this he's going to be just the best player in the league isn't he he has to be he has to be from here it's too delicious not to he's one of their most entertaining certainly mm, yeah. so so liverpool even though they've been playing some more fringe players, not that's not Nunes, but but one or two other fringe players, of course they would, and they they are competing in um, you know all the trophies that they're in. You would say, and um, they'll be a force there. You know, Chelsea went through as well, but but West Ham, you know, they've got a taste for the old trophies, Jimbo. They do. I, you know mm. what? I've got a feeling about the narrative, and I think the narrative is Chelsea winning the first available trophy. Um, because even nah, really? like, whenever they've been full of chaos, um, as they have been so many times, yeah. even under Abramovich, they've won things, haven't they? And wouldn't it be the most Chelsea thing to, to win a trophy in this situation? They can spend the next year singing Champions of Carabao, we know what we are, or whatever. <laughs> and I just, I just got a feeling. Gentlemen, um, the the draw is happening, of course, as we are podding, mm. and the first the first fixtures are up, and Fulham are away to Everton, which I'll be honest is a bit annoying. I wanted Port Vale at home, resurgent on the table. Everton, resurgent. Mm. I know <laughs> they beat Burnley three. I mean, this is yeah. this is the first time that Fulham were in the quarterfinals of the League Cup since two thousand and four. It's a rare occurrence, mm. Jim Campbell. But I'll tell you what, Peter Donaldson, I'd rather go away to Everton. Than away to Chelsea, or would I? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. because Chelsea battered Fulham the other week. But Newcastle United are away to Chelsea, so you can go and watch the game. Uh, it, uh, they are, yes. Um, oh, that no, you is... live the other side of London nowadays, don't you? Well, I, I'm a solid M25, isn't it? I can always <laughs> drive round, can't I? Pop. After the West Ham uh, draw late doors, I'm really finding it hard to get the um, enthusiasm of sitting in the uh, the away mm. end. Sorry, the home end uh, in in any sort of London and yeah. and and you know I've done that before at, at Chelsea and it's um, they're 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 an objectionable lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Unbelievable. Well, Peter, um, Newcastle are away to Chelsea in the quarterfinal, and, and it's good to see and it's good to see Andy Cole drawing the balls as well. Good to see him back on back on top, looking very healthy, and uh, yep. yeah, pulling out. Uh, Portville versus number one, which is Middlesbrough. It's a yeah. that's fun. You know, you're gonna have a team from outside the Premier League in the semi-final for sure. Yeah, I really wanted Fulham to get one or the other, if I'm honest. <laughs> right, maybe they will in the next them. round. But that's a good draw for Port Vale, though. Yeah, that's yes. exactly what they wanted. That's exactly mm-hmm. what Oliver Arblaster would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> or would they? Would they have fancied a glamour tie? Who knows, Jim? Who knows? They've got their eye mm. on that semi-final. Liverpool at home to West Ham. So, if you are a Fulham fan, for example, you think Everton away, okay, Everton are resurgent. It is winnable, though. Let's be honest. Mm. It is winnable. Chelsea and Newcastle, one of them will be gone. Liverpool versus West Ham, one of them will be gone. I'm <laughs> telling you. football works, mate. Fulham could go out in the semi-final they, of this competition. They, they absolutely <laughs> could. You know what? They, they could go out as late as the final, Marcus. Bugger mm. off. Don't, don't start. <laughs> don't that. give oh, him the dream. My goodness, Peter. Uh, thank you very much for listening to today's Ramble Reacts. Myself, Pete, Vish and Luke will be back on Friday for your listening pleasure. Uh, in the meantime, do find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And do not forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thanks, Petey. <laughs> Farewell, all. And thank you, Carabelle. See you soon. is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.